ancient times to our modern days. The human race has had a curiosity to know if there is life above the sky. We have often wondered if we are alone in the universe. Maybe, just maybe, there are civilizations more advanced than us, or who knows, maybe there are other beings in other planets or galaxies wondering exactly the same things as us. With hundreds of known galaxies and with thousands of planets, it's hard to believe that there's not any other form of life out there. We have not had to go very far since in our home, the planet Earth, there have already been sightings and encounters with objects and beings that do not seem to be from our planet. Those that we only see in movies and that are perhaps more than science fiction. There's a Netflix series that tries to explain these momentous encounters between humans and aliens. According to it, there are videos that show unidentified flying objects, UFOs for short, crossing the sky. Apparently, these videos were confirmed to be true by the United States government. In one of these videos, there was an object rotating against the wind, and exclamations made by the pilots can be heard. These same pilots mentioned that these objects seem to defy the laws of the physics that we know. It's incredible how strange things can happen among us. In the first episode of the series, we can see how the US government first tried to find the explanation to this phenomena. They even created groups of investigation with US Air Force and scientists to try and finding if these seating were truly made by aliens or humans. The most famous was the so-called Project Blue Book that was created after the World War II. These sightings were mostly in areas near to nuclear centrals or important governmental cities of the US, as Washington DC is, where there was seating of around seven ovnis that were passing through the sky at high speeds near to 10,000 km per hour, and they were flying at low heights around 90 meters from the floor. I have to say, Victor, that the case of Washington is a very, very rare one indeed. But I also have to note that later in the series, we can see how the US government first announced these sightings in the local newspapers. The Air Force even approved one article that talked about the Washington encounters. These articles had such a great impact on the citizens of the US that President Truman ordered to publish a new article saying that all of these encounters were made up and fake. This is exactly the moment where the US government started to cover up these sightings. They stopped talking about it and they even sent scientists to interviews where they had to say that none of these alien related stories were real despite what the scientists believed or knew. Apparently, in the past, hackers even have leaked possibly important information that the government around the world had. Very interesting, Lopez. Also, according to the series, there was a supposed group of believers in the alien phenomenon made of scientists, military leaders, and officials of the government formed in 1947 under the direction of United States President Harry Truman. 
to facilitate the, the investigation of alien aircraft called Majestic 12 or MJ-12 for short. This is an organization that is often mentioned by conspiracy theorists, but in the series we can see that in chapter number 2, called the White House cover-up, some researchers certainly think that MJ-12 really did conceal the truth about UFO encounters. It is also often referred to in film and pop culture. It is also said that in the 1950s, George Adamski and Howard Menger affirmed to have contacted aliens from Venus called Venusians. According to him, these aliens looked like Nordics with blonde hair and white skin. Their encounter was during a cold night in the desert in California. The Venusians told them that by telepathy that the new war was about to begin. All of this information certainly makes us wonder if there's a real possibility that there are other beings, pitados in this universe, that have made an effort to get in contact with us. Even though there are still no confirmed conclusions about these events, they went from only existing in the realm of fiction to entering the grounds of formal experimental science. In fact, as we can appreciate in the chapter 3, we can see that some people believe that US government is it's keeping the real existence of the aliens in order to take over control of the alien technology provided by the captured aliens, or weird objects found in the sites of the encounters. For them to reserve the engineer's sophisticated technology of these objects and use it for other purposes. Not only this, but the series affirms that some hackers had the scruples to hack into the databases of the Pentagon and NASA websites. These hackers said that they found pictures of extraterrestrial spaceships and series of documents expressing the advances in alien research and encounters. From what we know of the process that according to science originated life on Earth, similar processes must happen in other places of the universe. Life and technology seem to have a high rate of survival, so it is impossible that life has emerged in other places of the universe and evolved to a similar degree of consciousness as us. There is also a reason to believe that solar and planetary systems are formed easily since reasonable amounts of them already form in our neighborhood. If there are billions of years of evolution of every possible life-holding planet, and even if a small part of other civilizations passed through the early stages of technological development without self-destructing, the amount of development, develop, developed life forms in the galaxy might be considerable. That was all for today's episode. I want to thank Victor Astorga, Sofia Morales, and Carlos Perez for being part of today's episode. And remember, open your eyes, because aliens may be nearer than you think. I'm Lope Mendoza, and this was Theoretical Change. I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.